welcome to episode 9 of the 20 Minutes of Filler. I am your host, Jason Katarski, and I'm really excited about this episode because I have the best guest ever with me, and that is my lovely bride, Lisa Katarski. Say hi. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Awesome. So, I thought it would be fun um, to have Lisa on the show because um, we... Uh, we like to play games together, and I wouldn't be the geeky gamer that I am without my lovely wife introducing me to the hobby. Um, so a little bit before I got into gaming, she married this punk rock guy, and uh, she was a nice church girl, and uh, I was kind of planning on living in a van down by the river and making music. And we fell in love, and I thought, hey, I want to do more than just live in a van down by the river. You're talking a lot. I am talking a lot. I'm setting the stage, okay, for our life. Um, Van down by the river. (laughs) And uh, we decided that, uh, you know, we would, like, get married and do that that whole thing. And now I want to talk a little bit about kind of uh, Lisa's journey with gaming, into gaming, and then how... I came to get into gaming. So tell me a little bit about your kind of game history. Well, I grew up playing Candyland and (laughs) Shoots and Ladders and also uh, Scrabble with my dad. Yeah, lots of Scrabble games with your dad. Like, I'm I'm horrible at Scrabble, but whenever you and your dad uh, get out the Scrabble board, which hasn't been in quite a while... But when you do, it's a serious affair that I don't want anything to do with. You could just gonna have daddy daughter time for that one. Yes, we used to also play Racco at my grandparents' house and uh, Rummy. Rummy. Well, even you guys, I remember your grandparents had uh, Michigan Rummy too, like the one where you're like you put chips into the tri- Tripoli or something. My like parents, that. yeah, Tripoli. Parents also, okay. Yeah, this is actually my grandparents' game table here. Yeah, we we that um, we're sitting at when Grandpa moved into an uh, assisted living place. We we got this really awesome uh, kind of eighties uh, kind of game. It's really like a game table. It was kind of for their family room par- parlor room, and it's it's what we're sitting at right now to record the episode. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Um, so then I went to college, and. And you partied way too hard to talk about on the show, right? Totally. I was like the biggest partier ever. Totally not. Where'd you go to college? I went to Calvin College in Grand Rapids. Okay. And um, when I was like about a sophomore, I think, um, my friends brought this game, the boyfriends. Not not boyfriends, but like my, my male Friends. Yeah, I'd rather not talk about your college boyfriend. It was actually my roommate's boyfriend. Um, bought this game called Settlers of Catan and invited us to play. And then some other people got bought it. And then from then on, my whole college career was like four games of Settlers of Catan every Saturday. Yeah, this and this friend was pretty serious about it. He was like making oh, yeah. spreadsheets. And... Yeah, there was spreadsheets about who. Um, like whether you went first or last, w- whether you were going to win or lose, or what place you were in, and also um, there was a rule you couldn't roll your dice anywhere but in the 
box and the box got passed and so when you got the box it was your turn and their turn was over and then you had to roll into the box is that just because like he didn't want to take the chance of any of the roads and someone's getting getting or the the, the tiles falling apart Wow, that's an that's an intense experience. So your Calvin College. So for those of you who don't know, Calvin College is a uh, is a private Christian college in Grand Rapids. So, uh, you know that's what kids do apparently when they go to college. Am I right? Right. Am I right? Calvin College partying hard with Celtics of Catan. So then, uh, fast forward, we fell in love, and it's glorious. And, really am, is. Am I right? You're totally right. <laughs> okay, and then um, we. We were walking in the mall one Christmas before we had kids, yeah. and I had not been in my band. Uh, I kind of just left my band, which was taking up a lot of my weekend time, right? It and, was taking uh, up a lot of your weekend time, yep. yep. And, and so we're walking through the mall, and that that little kiosk that always comes up at Christmas time, um, the game kiosk. It's, it's called Go Games around here. They used to do these little like holiday season uh, things that pop up for like a month, and then they're gone. Yeah, so we walked. We were walking by, and I stopped and pointed and got probably too excited because Settlers of Catan was on the shelf. And so then, from then, I told Jason the story about college and how many times I had played that game and that I needed it. That you needed it, and I thought, <clears throat> I don't know, like girl you, is crazy. We we had this one Christmas where I don't even know if we played any games before then we did we played a couple card games we had like cranium and we had I think we had bought racco oh like apples to apples yeah apples to apples um I, we I had a risk because I had a few games I bought risk because I got it on a discount at the bookstore that I used to work at and I remember one Christmas oh we played at grandma and grandpa's yeah, house with oh your gosh. brother and your sister my brother was brutal <laughs> and I hated him after that like these girls were actually crying because their brother was <laughs> <laughs> brother was being was being such a jerk he was just like he had his dictator voice and like he was just being ruthless so that was the moment when uh they kind of both pledged to never ever play risk i think again or just with him again probably with him again probably with him again <laughs> okay or but i haven't played risk since then yeah me, me neither and i don't really. really want to it's okay well i'm really excited there's a game coming out um do you remember i made a print and play game of a game called risk express it was a dice game these little cards yes. uh, that's being re-released with a new theme Ooh. yeah yeah it's cool it's it's called age of war it's like a japanese uh kind of theme that fantasy flight's putting out it's going to be around a 10 or 12 dollar game so there's only a tiny bit of sarcasm when i'm talking to my husband about games <laughs> so. so she is the reason that i got into this hobby and i i, I kind of dove in at first i we, we took settlers settlers katana home and i was skeptical and i thought my wife was a geek but i knew that because she went to a conservative uh christian college in grand rapids and uh but i knew she was cool because she married a a, a punk rocker so um and not all Christian conservative people are geeks. That's not what I'm... Just my lovely wife. <laughs> Never mind. I'm digging a hole right now. But anyway, so we took Settlers of Gatan home, and I was skeptical, but but we played it, and... Who did we play it with? I, I don't remember for sure. I remember we had my uh, the singer of my band over and his wife at one point, and they, we, we played it. Oh, it yeah. Was, it, Nick and Lindsay. Oh, our, yeah. Our, our friends, uh, Nick Nick and Lindsay, who... Uh, Nick, now they're Nick and Lindsay Friedel. Nick is the was the drummer of uh, Taproot for a little while, but he was also my old drummer too. So, um, and that was, that's right. Because they came over like, let's play this. And, uh, and then they said, well, you know, and, and I fell in love. I was like, I, I, this is the greatest. This is the coolest thing. And Nick told me, he's like, well, if you like, uh, 
If you like Settlers yep. of Gatan, now it's all we just got this great me. game for Christmas called Ticket to Ride. Yeah, Ticket to Ride, and you're gonna love it. And they loaned us uh, Ticket to Ride Marklin, which we still have. Yeah, which yeah. <laughs> ten years later, he, he told it. He told me he's like, no, you keep it. So uh, one a couple Christmases ago, we bought them. He didn't. He their in laws bought them Ticket to Ride Marklin. The it was a German map, and we were like, uh. What did we do? Yeah, we we loved it. We fell in love with it. And he's like, we, we really learned this game on the USA version, so we don't like this version as much. So we ended up buying them a copy of it for uh, for Christmas a couple of years back, since they wouldn't let us give their copy back. But anyway, so so after that, I... We I, literally had that game for six years, guys. <laughs> yeah, that we borrowed from our friends. So we... Um, we, we we got into games and I fell in love. I thought this was the coolest thing, and I wasn't going away and playing uh, shows every weekend anymore. So I was like, hey, this is cool. This is something I can do with my with my wife at home without having to, you know, uh, you know, be up and to, at a bar until two a.m. waiting to get you know paid after playing my thirty minute punk rock set. So um, so I got on the internet and I stumbled on Board Game Geek and uh, Tom Vassell's videos and Scott Nicholson's videos, and it was all downhill from there. So how do you feel now about this game collection that I have amassed? And would you say that uh, I don't know how would you describe my my our our Your home? collection? Yeah, and... ridiculous. <laughs> okay, that's good. It started out as. Uh, one locker system that we bought at Ikea that has like two doors. And he said, oh, no worries. I'll just keep all my games in here. And then as I get more, (laughs) then I'll get rid of more. And then another locker came. And then a shelf and then there's the closet. And then the closet. The, and then there's got this filled. cool coffee table that opens in the middle to a storage area where all more <laughs> games. And then the basement also has the leftover party games. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So I fell hard for games, and I appreciate my wife uh, gr- letting me grow into this cool, this cool hobby. Um. So we just want to share a couple um, ideas, uh, recommendations for games that we really like to play as a couple. So, um, what are what are some of your favorite games uh, to play uh, with me, just in a kind of one on one situation? Uh, well, I really like Lost Cities. Okay, yeah, let's let's talk about that for a second. So, Lost Cities is a game. Uh, it's a little bit older. Raider Canizia. How 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 would you explain it working? Oh gosh, Come on. <laughs> there's cards that are out in a row, and each of them has a different colored theme yep. and you collect you have cards in your hand and then you try to make a order of cards from you, you, one to whatever 10 and then i don't know you always have to play you play whatever card you play you just have you to can't play, play a higher lower card, right? you have to play higher and then you get points for however many cards of a certain color you have like the but total. you have negative if you you have to take away 20 points before you score. Like, so you have to have 21 points to get oh, one point. Right, right, And right. there's these multiplier cards. And the theme is really loose because that's what happens with the Rainer Canizia games. It's an adventure. You're going on these five expeditions to these lost cities. And whoever can go further on that journey gets more points and Whatever, blah, blah, blah. Fun. But it's a it's one of those games you get into a rhythm. It's just back and forth. It's play a card, draw a card, play a card, draw a card. And you play several rounds of it. Um it is. It's a really tight, tense experience because the 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 card. There's no duplicates of any of the cards. So so I know that either the card that's next is in Lisa's hand or it's in the draw deck. 
So it's got some good tension, but it's so quick. It's, it's a really great two-player game. Um, and it takes like 20 to 30 minutes to play a whole game. You know, one hand takes 10 minutes, and you can play like three to five rounds of it to play a complete game. What do you like about that? What do you think makes it a good a good game for couples? Um, it's pretty easy, and it's fast, and I don't know. This is... <laughs> I'm not good at this. <laughs> You're doing fine. Um, I just like it. Yeah, I just like it. Mm-hmm. Well, those see, that's one of the things we talk about on the show is that fillers can be great for a lot of different <clears> audiences, <throat> and um, that you know they usually have a high amount of replayability. They are quick to teach. They're quick to play, and they they just they get you going really quick. Oh, also, we can play it on the ottoman. That's true. Any game we can play on our ottoman. Where Any I... <laughs> game where I don't have to move and Jason has to sit on the floor works for me. Awesome. Thanks. You're the best. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, that really fits that bill, though. I mean, it's quick to, to learn. It's it's a short play time. It can be played anywhere. And it's less than an hour. And a lot of the time, we end up playing games, like, after our kids are in bed. So, um, when, our, when our kids or in bed, we maybe have a half an hour to an hour to play games before we are totally exhausted and ready to go to sleep. Right. 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 Okay, well, so what's another one? Uh, the other one that I thought was a game called Dragonheart. Yeah, Dragonheart was uh, is a game by Rudiger Dorn. And um, what want to talk about that one a little bit? Sure. Uh, so... This game has a board that has... Oh, gosh. Um, You have a hand of cards, and they have different characters on them with different number values. And there's a board that each different character has, like, a different set that you have to collect in order to earn points. And so, like, you collect three of one character, and that means that you get to pick up another pile that has points in it. Or you pick up a pair, or you lay it down a pair of an, of a character, and you get to take another pile. It's... Yeah, the, um, the different... The board, it's a fantasy theme, so it's like you're all adventurers. Like, there's treasure and gold and I dragons. I love adventure. You love adventure. Which, which I'm, this is one of the surprising things, is like, it's such a fantasy art style and a fantasy theme that I would assume that, like, that's that was a little much for you. Um, but I just like the numbers. The numbers. Yeah, and I mean, essentially, this is like a Kenizia game where you could put any theme on it and it would be fun. Right. And all these cards, just that kind of, there's, like, these different spots to play a certain character's card. And then um, there's little arrows that tell you when this section is full, you grab this pile or you grab this pile and put it in your score pile. So every time you like play a card, and you can play one card, and then your opponent can play this card, but it's not until that third card gets played that you get to activate that power and take one of the piles that's next to it. Oh, and you have a deck of your own cards, and so you're drawing from your deck. Yeah, each player has identical decks While of your, cards. Yeah, your opponent is drawing from his deck. And and it's a really it, it is a really simple game. It's a neat kind of um what's the best bet kind of pressure luck or like can you can you maneuver the game uh, in a way that you can set yourself up to get the bigger score? Do you want to add uh, a dwarf uh, to the mining area um, to put off until you get another card so you can you know, use the archers all at once to grab the a big pile of fire dragons. This one has like a little bit more uh, timing, I guess. 
you have to play things and there's more of a chance that your opponent is going to screw you or play something where you could play something too and get some something. So it's like, what? where am I going to get the biggest bang for my buck? Did you already say that? Uh, not exactly. So yeah, but yeah, so like a kind of cost benefit, like do I play this now to get less or do I try to wait so I can get more? <clears throat> so there's pressure luck, right. there's hand management, there's, there's timing. And again, it's a game just like Lost Cities where you get into a rhythm and it's just back and forth and back and forth. Really, really fast playing game. We usually, whenever we play this one, we sit down and play two full games of it in, in probably a half an hour. Does the, what does the theme do for you? Does the theme turn you off? Like when I first brought this game home, do you oh, remember? for sure. I thought that I wasn't going to like it. Yeah. I don't even think I really wanted to play it right away. Yeah, I, I think it did sit on the shelf for a while. The big dragon and the orange and black and the fire. and It has really Definitely. good, really good art. Um, Fantasy Flight put it out, and it's a Cosmos two-player game. Um, determine... I like it because it's like so different than the, me- the mechanics of it are so different from anything else that you play. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, but it's just a neat way to watch how all the cards interact and how it's it's uh, it's elegant that way. Uh-huh. Like you just and the board is very intuitive. It tells you exactly what to do. Like if you play here, there's an arrow that says here or here, so you choose one of those uh, options. Um, really, really fun game, and you know it's it's a pretty decent price, like twenty twenty five bucks. You can find it, and uh, has it does if if you like fantasy theme, it has great art. If you don't. Um, it's still a good game, worth worth giving a shot. Mm-hmm. So if you can just kind of get past that theme. So one one last recommendation. Uh, I just like we have a lot of couple friends, you know, come over or other friends uh, come over and play games with us. What's what's a filler game that you uh, that you really love to play with them? When we have when it's more than just the two of us. Well, I like Sim Six Nymphed, and I like Twenty Three. Yep, and I like. Very good. They're all my favorite games. The one recently with the, talked about with on the, the show. red di- the red chips, the red chips in your hand. That's that uh, that's no thanks. It's one of the greatest no fillers thanks. of all time. Um, and also for sale is for sale. another one. Yeah, we haven't we haven't talked about for sale uh, on the show, but for sale is a great game. Um, what what do you like about that one? Um, it's kind of like a bidding game. So you are, do you start with money or do you start with houses? You start with. Uh, money trying to buy the best house. So real you estate. have money in your hand and you're trying to buy the best real estate in front of you that there's like five cards or whatever. And so you you bids blind. No, well this and is a uh, um, what? Turns first it's over? there's there's actually two two halves to the game. There's there's both there's two kinds of bidding. So the first round with the coins is open bidding where you're like I bid 3 and then the next person's like I bid 2 and this one's like I pass and then you just bid um, it up openly over the real estate and then right, you collect right, those right. cards. And then you put them in your hand. And then you take your, and then you bid blind with your um, houses to sell to sell them for the money cards that are available. Right. So, right, right, right. so it's this neat game that you can teach like as you're going with a group of people. You say yeah. first, what we're gonna do is we're gonna bid over the houses, it's pick the best ones. Really simple and fast and easy, and the art in that one is really cute. Yeah, it's it's cartoony. I was just I was just thinking about how that is a big sell for me is that like it's a simple approachable theme that has beautiful uh, kind of cartoon illustrations of these funny little like so the one house or I don't know I don't have it in front of me but like the one might be an outhouse uh, and the five might be a, a motor home but the the twenty five is like a mansion on the beach so um, really cool like funny little little drawings um, and a great game that you teach as you go so yeah it's fun. 
So, Lisa, thank you so much for coming on 20 Minutes of Filler. You're welcome. You are now an official superstar guest. Boom. Podcaster. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thanks, you guys, for listening. Listening. You can check us out at 20minutesoffiller.wordpress.com. You can follow me at Jason Katarski on Twitter. Um, we really appreciate you guys uh, listening to the show. We're just hoping that we are helping you guys get out there and play some great little games with your family and friends. Take care.